0: Hi, welcome to the Coffee Chat Podcast. This week I chatted to AJ Banks. I've known AJ for the last two and a half years and he was one of my first friends when I moved to Vancouver. We chatted about his acting journey from Australia to Canada, changing agents and auditioning, creating your own work and some fun rapid fire questions. So grab a coffee and enjoy. So welcome. Um, I'm going to get you to introduce yourself to all my listeners, just who is AJ Banks?
1: Uh, Hi, I'm AJ Banks, and I am an actor, writer, um, and I guess director now, (laughs) I can add that to the resume. And
0: a producer.
1: And a producer, yeah, I pay for it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you're an actor, writer, producer, did I miss one? And director,
1: I guess. Yeah, I just directed you, so
0: <laughs> you did. Actually, I directed myself. No kidding.
1: Um, <laughs> well, yeah, you pretty much did. It was very. You made my job very easy. So,
0: thank you. I'm gonna keep that in just so everyone can listen to that. <laughs> um, okay, I want you to talk about your journey as an actor, because obviously we're both Australian, so we both want
1: to. What? That's crazy. <laughs> That's
0: crazy. <laughs> So I want you to talk about your journey. Like, how did you decide to move to Vancouver? How did that happen?
1: Um, Well, for me, uh, I always saw myself um, living in L.A. because I thought that's the only place you could be a working actor. Um, And I actually was lucky enough to study there in 2015. And then I loved L.A., but A, I don't drive. So that was just like... I feel you hectic on its own that's a lot of ubers a day and um b i just i loved it but there was i don't know if it was right for me and i was just worried about the visa situation and all that stuff as well Mm -hmm. so then my friends started telling me about vancouver and i've always loved the idea of canada I didn't know much about it (laughs) um and then i met my now partner and on our first date we both talked about how we wanted to move to vancouver to pursue acting music for him all that stuff so it was just something that was drawing me towards it and I knew it was becoming a hub and I knew that it was like things were constantly being filmed there so that was enticing Enticing.
0: did you know anyone here before you moved or you just did the like you just did my
1: friend had been booked on a show she was living in LA struggled for a long time and then got booked on a show up here and was like you need to be here
0: amazing and then when did you move here that was in
1: so i moved here at the we moved here at the start of 2017 so this will be my fifth year here
0: what the heck
1: it's crazy i mean it's so crazy to think
0: um yeah so what was your experience in australia like let's kind of compare like did you work in australia oh my goodness well here we go here we go
1: (laughs) um okay so australia for me when I first started like auditioning, working, I guess you could say, um, like at 18, 19, um, I started as an extra background, I guess, um, uh, on Neighbours, actually, yes. a little known Australian show. Um, and I was like one of the high school kids, uh, and I was like cons- consistently there like uh, three or four times a week, and I was just constantly being asked back. And then uh, one day they rang up my then agent and was like, hey, we have a little part, a delivery guy, and we want to offer it to him. Um, No audition necessary. It's just a five-line part. Um, We know him from being on background and annoying everyone on set. So... (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then, yeah, that happened twice. I just got offered to like a delivery guy in a uni student um, role. And so that was like, that was my foray into it. And then um, wow. after that, I just, it just, I was like, this is the beginning and it was not. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, was was, it was tough. Say,
0: yeah. Cause I was like, if, for me, like, if you hear that, you would think that's the story of like how every Australian actor starts in Australia. They're like, I was on Neighbours and Home and Away. And then, you know, they go to LA and you're like, Nope. Yeah,
1: I mean, I was on Neighbours consistently yeah. as student number one, four. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, it, you know, it, it taught me everything about being on a set and it, it
0: yeah.
1: you know, because I was so used to doing theatre acting and it, you know, I learned so much in that, like, year I worked on that show on and off. Um, and then getting those, like, speaking parts without an audition, I was like, this is the beginning. And unfortunately, it just, it just didn't work out like that. Um, And, I mean, you know, things happened in my personal life that weren't helping either, and so it took a a dive or a backseat for a little while, and it wasn't until I actually came out as queer and fully started to realise and accept who I was that I was able to go into auditions and go up for parts as my true authentic self
0: yeah, being
1: someone else, if that makes sense.
0: Oh my gosh, it does, yeah. I think like once you, if you're once you're like confident in yourself and who you are, it definitely shows in your work and it makes your work easier because you're like, oh, this is who I am and I'm like confident in that. Yes, living my best life. So I totally get that, that's so beautiful. Yeah,
1: I mean, it just, it it took me a, a long time to deal with coming out and then also dealing with being an out actor Mm. i never saw myself i was like i'm gonna hide who i am like they'll never Mm. know hello Uh (laughs) 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 and then it was when that i you know like quite a few years after that neighbor's experience that i was able to be like no this is who i am and these are the stories i want to tell
0: yeah. predominantly
1: I want to tell queer stories I want to be a part of those stories and I, I want to tell human stories but yeah. you know if they're queer then that's a plus and um any kind of representation matters as well and you know I mean when I was doing background on neighbors they were doing a queer storyline and I was like oh my god I could never do that you know I was 18 I was like oh, yeah. I'm, I could never do that as an actor and now I'm like yes 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 on. let's do it <laughs>
0: I love that. So then that happened, and then I guess your experience in Vancouver—like, how did you find that moving here? Did you get an agent straight away, or did you know did that take time? <laughs> Let's talk so about <laughs> it.
1: So Australia for me was always really tough. Yeah, uh, I had inconsistent representation constantly. Yeah. Um, I would have some agents that I would have one audition every six months. I mean, that's, that's just Australia for me generally, and I felt like I wasn't being asked into the room as much because of my own insecurities and maybe because I was a different character than what you do see on Australian television mm-hmm. back, back then anyway, at least five oh, years ago. Um, and then, so I came here and I sent out, you know, the 200, 300 emails yeah. after I'd been here for like two weeks um, with my Australian headshots. And <laughs> I signed with a small agency for a little while um, and the day they put up my headshots on like the actors access and casting records and all that I got my first audition um for then Helsink (laughs) (laughs) And, and I was like okay wow an American network television show this is so exciting um and then I got a callback for my first audition which was like oh my god and I in that moment I'd been in Vancouver for like four months and in that moment, I was like, "This is where I'm meant to be."
0: This feels right,
1: yeah. Yeah, this is this is this is where I'm meant to be. And then I had the opportunity to sign with a bigger agency very yeah. soon after that, and I jumped at it because <laughs> I thought that name mattered, you know. Yeah. And it just it goes back to that saying, "A small fish in a big pond." Yeah. And I was with this bigger agency for a longer, a long time, like almost two years. Yeah, the
0: majority of your time here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I was, (laughs) I was auditioning for things that I never would have imagined myself auditioning for a year earlier or two years earlier. So that was incredible to me. And then... (laughs) Uh, things were slowing down I I wasn't getting put on hold or as much as I would have liked or anything like that but I was having great opportunities and then I was sitting at the gym one day being like this is where I'm meant to be like I'm feeling really good and I opened my email and it's like hey I no longer represent you (laughs) good luck
0: thanks literally literally that was it was it was it was like two
1: sentences and like my whole world I say in quotation marks fell apart and I was like this is the end Um, and it was like it was to me like I was like you know what am I gonna do I don't have representation um and then a little birdie a little birdie a little great little amazing birdie that I know (laughs) It's, it's Sarah
0: it's me. Uh, it's me, if that's not clear was
1: signed with this amazing agent yeah who she kept talking <laughs> she kept talking I kept,
0: up I kept talking about her
1: she did you just kept <laughs> talking about this <laughs> Candace and Leo and um I was like okay I think it was what I went to I, I like to be honest like after he dropped me I went to bed for like what two days I think I like I messaged you and I was like oh yeah I'm having I remember a moment. you
0: messaged me the email and I was like oh my god and then I think shortly after I was like well I know this person because we did a play together which we will touch base on." oh
1: yes yes of so course. that's how we yes. knew. yeah yeah um and then yeah we I I <laughs> I went to bed after <laughs> the the email from my other agent for a couple of days because it was it really kicked me I it really it like would, of course. it took a it took a part out of me that I wouldn't allow myself to do now
0: also can but we just so- quickly state the fact that they did it in an email like not even like a call to be like hey I mean I don't know I guess what you'd prefer but you know I mean I don't even, know like, if I, I would have liked
1: that. crying yeah, on the phone <laughs> <laughs> but no no I did th- it felt really impersonal and I mean that's fine it was it wasn't it was no rudeness it was and, just yeah. abrupt and very like good luck I think you it's like, just not working I'm, out yeah
0: it was like I fine, no longer I'm represent you. you yeah which is just like yeah okay, and I was
1: like okay and it's fine it's the industry and I've had numerous agents over many years especially yeah. in Australia um but to it. me like losing that name recognition of a bigger casting yeah. uh, of a bigger agency here in ben- Vancouver in Canada wide was a really big deal to yeah. me um and so I went to bed and I was like not dealing well and you were really lovely and so amazing during that time and I was like trying to hint at like I, i've heard such good things about your agent and i would love to yeah. connect with them and you were like also hinting like is it too soon for me to be like i think you should email you know what i mean i'm just
0: like signed with this agent like i don't know how this works like i know um, and you
1: had yeah you had only been with candace what for like three or four months oh that, my
0: not even that i think it might have been a
1: month like it was really bad. <laughs> I, <laughs> okay. well, I, that's on me then that's really on me i shouldn't have done that but you know what <laughs> anyway okay, spoiler alert yeah it <laughs> worked out everyone Um, and I, uh, I emailed Candice and the first thing you said to me was like, whoa, that's a big email.
0: (laughs) I did. I was like, ah, that's an essay that you wrote. Yeah.
1: And I was like, whoopsies. I just wanted to be honest and be my genuine overreaching, (laughs) over explaining self. (laughs) And, uh, she was so lovely and she was like, I remember you from seeing you in this thing that we will talk about (laughs) i don't know why it's a secret but i
0: know well like we can't Uh, talk about it we've already done
1: it yeah yeah Yeah. um and uh she was so lovely and she's like let's have a meeting and we had this meeting and she just i always had this thing with like agents where i was like so enamored by them and so like i need to impress you i need to make you happy i need to like want you to want me and with candace there was this comfortability and this ease that just existed straight away like when I first met her in her office and there was this dog and it was just like the it was just like and she was just so cool (laughs) she was just so cool and I just loved that and and I just um and like, I left and I think I called you or, or messaged you or something. And I was like, that went really well. You were definitely really chatting
0: well. at this point, play-by-play. Yeah, play. you, you were yeah. definitely my anchor. I was like, oh my yeah, God. I like... And I
1: left the thing and I was like, she had ended the conversation with, you let me know what you want to yes. do. And I was like, my agent dropped me a week ago <laughs> <laughs> and I've had this amazing meeting and I didn't want to appear desperate or anything. Yeah. but I literally emailed her back an hour later and was like
0: I, you probably did that's not surprising yeah yeah
1: and I was like I love you please if you will have me I would love to sign with you yeah um I think we have a great connection and I just remember like being at work checking my phone <laughs> and they're like get off your phone and I'm like mm, no this is more important yeah. sorry <laughs> these people can serve themselves um, <laughs> and uh, get their own food <laughs> and uh she wrote back and she was like I think I don't know if it was that night or in the morning I think it was that night but it could have been in the morning and she was been. like she was like yes I would love to sign you because I, I know I
0: had messaged her because you'd messaged me and I was like oh my god hey like you got like my friend AJ like he's obsessed with you he loves you <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh thanks for that <laughs>
0: you're welcome um but no I remember her being like oh like thank you so much for like talking me up and like she was like I really like liked him so it was just like meant to be at the end at it the was end. it was
1: and I'll, I'll always be grateful because we have an amazing relationship and yeah. um signing with her was the best decision of my career that that's what I had to do and I did it and it was just the best decision I made and then I was with that agent for two years and never booked anything um and I'm not saying that was on them. That was just on yeah, my curious, mindset. Yeah. And you know, things have to happen. And I signed with Candice in May, and by September, I had booked um, my first role. This was with the... Snowpiercer. Yes. Um, yeah. Hopefully, that didn't cut me because the episode, I guess, is airing has just aired. Yes. If if when you're this hearing will come this, out, maybe it would have.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not hearing this, you won't know that we've had this discussion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it doesn't matter so doesn't matter. if you're hearing this my episode has just aired and yeah. hopefully that didn't cut me and that was the most incredible amazing brilliant day of my life
0: yeah um, can we talk about let's talk about your experience on that set because that's so wild like there's some it was I mean it was good
1: people that I mean like like working alongside david Diggs and Sheila vand was. Yeah incredible and the director was so lovely and I, I was I mean I was so nervous like my first time on a big American produced worldwide show that already had a following and hadn't even come out yet and we were filming season two like it was just like a lot and um, I'd auditioned for a role that had like one line and then they ended up through the process of me being cast they changed my role it was now in like four or five scenes instead of just one yeah. that was just a lot happening a lot going on yeah. and it was just so incredible and the director was so lovely and I remember we were filming my stuff and you know they had to be like okay like just like take a breath and because there's you know I exude this nervous energy sometimes and I know that um and he's like just you know take a breath and I was like yeah yeah I'm chill I'm cool yeah. whatever yeah I'm breathing I've got this like, <laughs> you know like, it's just <laughs> and uh And then he was like, I did my stuff and he was like, okay, we'll get a close up. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And then he was like extreme close up and I just turned to him and I just was like, thank you. And he just (laughs) laughed. I laughed. And I just in that moment was like, what have I done? But then everyone was laughing and just like the creator of the show came up to me in the green room and was like, thank you so much for joining our show. We've loved having you. Like, It was just really, it was so beautiful. And I just hope that... Well, because we're recording this, that I did end up on the screen (laughs) because you know, and you know, sometimes cutting room floors happen, and you know, that's as actors we just have to deal with that. We just have to take Um, it on. But that thank you, it just came out of my mouth, and I just in that moment was like, How do I just take that back? But then also, like, genuinely, thank you. And he just laughed and was like, (laughs) You're welcome, I guess. Sure, (laughs) good for you.
0: Cool, thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't think you've That's told me that. I didn't know that happened.
1: Yeah. I mean, I probably shouldn't have put it on a podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> here.
1: It's it's out there now. So, um, there. but that was, yeah, that was incredible. And that, again, was like having yeah. someone who supported you and had your back and believed in you and was like, you can do this yeah. and you will do this. And that was what Candace was for me. That so so beautiful. thanks, Candace, if you're listening.
0: Thanks, Candace. <laughs> okay let's talk about creating your own work um because yes
1: you- should we talk yeah. about how me met
0: oh my god we should yes we should
1: let's talk about how we met well,
0: how did one day
1: one <laughs> day <laughs> once upon a time no um
0: it was 2018 <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah. That feels like seven years ago. It really but, does. Yeah. Like
0: when I said it, I was like, 28, that's a year that happened. Um,
1: that was, yeah.
0: yeah. I just moved here, literally end of that year. And then, um, actually, let's talk. Okay, so whole <laughs> end of the story is we met at a play. But how did you find out about this play?
1: My friend was going to audition oh. for it. Marissa, who's in The Realist with us. Oh,
0: my God, Marissa,
1: um, yes yeah amazing and uh she didn't end up auditioning and I only went oh. because of her and I wasn't feeling well this was pre-COVID everyone this is 2018 Yeah, this is I wasn't feeling well um and I still went to the audition and I thought it was like the worst audition I had to perform like two monologues yeah, in front of like remember- eight directors because it was for this festival and um I just remember being like, "That was horrible. That I feel so sick. That was." And someone came in halfway through my audition and was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry," and left. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> I don't hold grudges. Um,
0: and uh,
1: and then yeah, so and I really I got one of the directors reached out and was like, "I loved your work. I'd love to offer you the lead, one of the leads in this little ten minute yeah. play we're doing for the festival." And I read it, and it was this great, magical, mystical beautiful queer love story and I was like amazing and then I met you at our first rehearsal
0: yes you did yeah because I had just moved here and I think I found it on like it must have been like Vancouver's Actors Guide or whatever Is that yeah yep that's the whole thing okay
1: I imagine I don't I
0: imagine it's still (laughs) out there um because I was like well I guess I'm here and I need to like do something and yeah I remember it was so weird because it was the auditions were at oh my god what it was like it's a bar wasn't it a bar inside the
1: oh my goodness yes um, it was like oh an amazing bar it's now closed yeah. it was one of the gay bars on davie street yeah
0: and i remember like it was just so, i remember it was just really awkward xy like, oh yeah and it was
1: such a fancy bar they used to do piano nights there i used to go all the time and
0: yeah. pretend i could
1: sing <laughs> 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 but uh it's it was a really interesting yeah. space right
0: it was but I remember being like oh okay I guess I'm auditioning here cool and then there was like someone sitting there and I was like oh these are auditions they're like yeah you just sit down here I was like oh okay like I didn't know what was about to happen and then you walk (laughs) through with like eight people just sitting there and they're like do your monologue (laughs) yeah
1: and then one of them would give you direction or like two of them I -hmm. don't know
0: I don't think I got. This. I mean, it
1: was so long yeah. ago. We could this could not have been what happened. We just yeah, don't know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I could
0: just be making this up right now um, for the podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we're not. That's we're what not. happened. I think, and uh, um, we yeah, met the yeah, at the
0: rehearsal. Yeah, I mean, at the rehearsal. Because, Yeah, you'd offered me the role of the narrator.
1: Yes. Yeah, and you did the best, brilliant Amazing. job. I love that. Like, because you know, narrators can be,
0: you know, boring, pretty.
1: Yeah. I mean I'm not gonna say, yeah, that can be a really boring character to play, but you gave it this like spice of life. It was, I was just so say
0: spice, of it.
1: Oh, that's so funny. Of course you were, because we're the same. Yeah, <laughs> one. Um and it was so yeah. it was you and me, so two Australians. Yeah. And then the British guy who got cast very late
0: oh my God, as the yeah. other
1: lead. And then they said that you would be Australian in it yeah you would stick your australian accent my
0: Australian accent, and
1: then he was gonna be british and then i was doing yes, the american accent right. oh my god i totally
0: forgot about that sort was a conversation that was had yes because we were yeah. all like because wasn't it like oh audiences will love it more because it'll be like exotic didn't
1: yeah we that? were exotic yeah. an australian exotic. a brit and, and an australian like, doing an american accent american. was exotic
0: exotic <laughs> um do you miss in-person auditions because I was thinking about this the other day
1: uh I do because Mm -hmm. again like I just said with the self-tape I feel like I can go round and round exactly like I get really frustrated and because you are given the freedom to do as many takes as you want and I will do them and so an in-person audition you get the direct feedback and so I had one in-person audition last year
0: yeah
1: um for a commercial. And I booked it. So, So (laughs) yeah, I miss impersonal auditions. Yeah, I'll say it. I miss that personal, because I feel like they can gauge more of who you are in that moment. And obviously the world has changed and we need to be safe. So yes, I'll do a million Zoom auditions. But an in-person audition, I I miss that. And like the casting director, you see their face when they see you, like, oh my God, yes, this guy, I know this guy. Yeah. And, like, when I had my callback for that audition last year that I, yeah. the commercial I ended up booking, uh, it was for, like, this weird thing, and it was a bit, it was big. Like, it was quite big, and I feel like commercials can be quite big, and yeah. I'm a big personality anyway, and I'm very...
0: Yeah, you are.
1: using, I'm, like, look at me right now. I'm using my hands, talking so much. Yeah. Um, you can't see this, but she can, and she's judging me. Um, I am. <laughs> but... In the moment, uh, I did my, like, they gave us dialogue on the spot, and I was like, oh, thanks, great, oh, my God, oh. Um, and I did it, and the director was like, great, do it again, just uh, just bring it back a little bit. Yeah. And I remember the casting director, and I'll never forget this, she just looked at me, and she was like, yes, just bring it back, but you are doing great.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And it was that, like, like so she saw or knew in that moment that when the director had been like, okay, let's, let's just bring it back just a little bit. It's just a bit big that she looked at me and was like, don't let that get to your head. Yeah. He's liking what you're doing. He's laughing. Just bring it down a little bit.
0: Yeah. Like you're and doing you're doing so a good job.
1: Do you know what I mean? And, and so yeah. I just, uh, that's what I miss about in-person auditions. I miss that.
0: Oh, I agree. That
1: moment where they give you the redirect, but they also let you know that it's okay. But then I've had numerous in-person auditions where I've walked out and been like, well, I'm never auditioning again because they won't see me (laughs) ever again.
0: Yes, which has happened,
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a few casting directors that are like, oh no, because nerves, it's the nerves things, right? It's just-
0: It's, I (sighs) miss the in-person auditions, like yeah, being in the room and doing your thing and like having that face-to-face that's like so beautiful and that they can in the in like real time be like okay this is what we actually want you can be like oh cool I just don't miss getting to the audition and just waiting
1: because that's not fun yeah Uh, unless yeah no I and yeah I can't I I was gonna try and put a positive spin on it but like I mean I once had a callback uh in 2019 where I had to sing a song and I'm not a singer. And um wait, I is this got, the
0: commercial? No. We, it, yeah, we both
1: auditioned for it. it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we both got
0: the call yeah. back.
1: Yes. The, but yeah. I remember going to this audition and I was so excited to get the callback because I literally left the audition being like I screwed up all the lyrics. They gave us the wrong lyrics to the song. It was they gave wild. us the wrong beat. It was a wild, wild audition. Um, and I left and I was like, Well, I'm never seeing them again. And then I got a callback for it and I waited two hours and 40 minutes. Yeah, same. To get into the room. For the so playback. I was 20 minutes early, 20 minutes early, like we're told to be, and I'm just sitting there, and then two hours and 45 minutes later, I go into the room.
0: I I, I also had work that day, and I was like, well, guess I'll uh, be late.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know me, like I'll always put this first, oh, and I know gosh. you do too so like it's like I, I would, like, got sorry, sick on like, my no lunch break <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> i not coming to work today
1: <laughs> sorry. sorry and I, I mean I know it's hard and you know a lot what? of people I know people who would walk out of yeah. that waiting time and that's fair people have lives of course but I don't so- <laughs> <laughs> me too I will
0: wait I will be the last girl standing
1: <laughs> I mean, okay we- yeah let's flashback to flashback. I think it's August it was a really hot day
0: yeah it was summer we were
1: by the beach it was like it summer 2019 it was like summer 2019 we had a few drinks we had all the drinks we did I had said to you I was working on this web series about five years ago four years ago in 2015 yeah and I had the name the realists because it is based off the Iggy Azalea song (laughs) fancy first things first we're the realists (laughs) that's what it is okay and I was never changing the title and you were always on board And I said, I've worked on this and it was like set in Australia. It was very different. It was a completely different show to what it ended up becoming. The names changed. All that stayed was it was about two best friends, Mm -hmm. struggling actors who drank a lot. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, Selling it
0: well. we 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 were
1: yeah (laughs) and we sat at that lunch and we I remember writing on my phone you were writing on your phone we wrote out we could do like a it was going to be like a little bitty web series like five minutes at a time was kind of what we were going for five to ten minutes they were going to
0: be short and snappy
1: yeah they were going to be a lot shorter (laughs) than they ended up being (laughs) so we found this flow and we were writing and writing and writing and I went home and I wrote out these episodes um the first the first and the third one have yes. pretty much stayed quite they similar. Have- we had just introduced characters and changed up a few things. Um, and we were like messaging, emailing, back and forth for like a good few weeks.
0: Oh gosh. Um, yeah.
1: and then life got in the way.
0: Because we had planned to film, well, we were, you like you were wanting to film it like then. Like I'm pretty I remember you being like, we're doing it yeah. now. August. Kinda, yeah. And then and then
1: 2019. I was auditioning, you were auditioning. It was just a Uh, lot. We were just, there was just a lot going on and it didn't end up happening. And then COVID hit and we were both in like a rut. I think like that's how I would describe where I was mentally in with my acting. I was just in like this little bit of a hole filled with boxed wine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It sounds
1: better than it was. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It sounded really good. I called you up and I was like, you know that show that we wrote, like, a year ago, pretty much?
0: Yeah. And you were like,
1: yeah. And I was like, let's make it. Do it. Because it was summer 2020. Our numbers were really low. Things were starting yes. to get back to normal. This is
0: when things were, like, opening up and, like, yeah. auditioning and we were was like, happening again.
1: We were trying to figure out how we could film it safely, where yeah. we could film it. So the episodes became really contained to, like, one location. Yeah. Um, like our apartment became many things (laughs) Um, and you were on board and I was like what can we do we were sending the scripts to each other it was just like this really beautiful collaborative process Um, and you were the you you are I mean I guess you're the lead actress in the show Amy you're this brilliant brash hilarious character that so much fun I think people are gonna love I really hope they are
0: I hope they do that could be awkward now (laughs) (laughs) well all right
1: I think that I mean like I said we're still in editing process and we're sending it over to the composers and score people so we're very close um and I'm really excited for people to see it but so we filmed it in the summer of 2020 in August and September um we shot for four days we shot with I think six or seven people, maybe max.
0: I would say seven max. Yeah. I don't think there wasn't any more than that.
1: Like masks. Everyone was wearing masks. It was such a different, um, environment for us. It was like, it was like this indie stuff that we really put our hearts and souls in. And I'm really proud of it and I can't wait for people to see it, but, um, shooting in those, like everyone was wearing, we'd be like masks up. Everyone would put masks on. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, like the actor would take their mask off, whoever's on camera, and then the, all the people that are in the show. There's seven actors in the show, and yeah. um, what I love is it it's a queer story. Um, my character's queer, your character's queer, everyone's queer. Everyone's and then queer. There's, <laughs> there's seven actors on screen, and five of them identify as queer. And it just, to me, it was—it's just something that I don't think many people have seen. It's funny it's I'm really I think it's really funny I hope it's funny um and it's got this like depth to it that wasn't there originally
0: yeah we you and I
1: we had to have a discussion along with my partner Aaron because he plays my partner in the show yeah we had to have a big discussion and talk about some really serious um issues that affect many people especially queer men
0: yeah
1: and we decided to take the show down a darker route whilst staying really funny if that makes sense
0: no I think that's so beautiful that what we created especially being a queer piece and having queer people involved is so important in this like to have those stories told and represented because they're far in between honestly yeah I, I mean I think it's I
1: think it's telling something that A lot of people not just queer people can relate to Mm, and respond to it's a show about friendship first and foremost it's a show about friendship and love and life and all these big issues that affect people and i'm really excited to see what comes of it um but shooting was just such a different experience like we shot with a three-person crew yeah we did cinematographer sound and sound assistant
0: (laughs) Yeah,
1: literally. And luckily the cinematographers knew lighting and we rented the lighting equipment. Like it was very- It
0: could all like be intertwined, yeah.
1: Self-contained.
0: Yeah.
1: So I guess we'll see.
0: Yeah, it's exciting. Stay tuned, people. Listening. Stay tuned. We
1: can't, yeah. Like, I mean, we can't, maybe we'll talk about it again another day in a more, yeah, we'll, in we'll, more <laughs> depth, but-
0: Exactly. But for now, it's a big- But I'm just, show.
1: I like the fact that we got to work together was my greatest joy. I know and you can see through the episodes yes hopefully, hopefully.
0: you never know <laughs> well, uh, <bye. laughs>
1: uh, I think you can see through these episodes I, I mean I hope you can see our genuine friendship and like yeah. I mean it's so funny because we were close before this but I feel like, I mean, I talk to you nearly almost oh. every day. So I feel like we're close closer. Oh, we,
0: we voice memo
1: every day. <laughs> oh, my God. Those voice memos will never be heard publicly. Not because of anything bad in them, but because they just, don't make any sense. They it
0: just be morning.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. We say morning at 3 p.m. Because obviously we that's do. when we wake up.
0: Exactly. We <laughs> just do what we've am- got to do. We just to the redo. What I would love to know, because you also, because this isn't your first time, like pr- producing something or creating something, you. Oh well, yeah, right, you. yeah,
1: obviously, yeah. yeah. Of
0: so I want to like touch on that. On like, I guess, was there what the different? Like, did you learn anything from that first time that you applied to this, or how is that for you doing it again?
1: Yes. Your- okay. So the first, yeah. So I wrote, um, a short film back in 2016 in Australia,
0: Which um, before
1: beautiful. we moved here. Oh, thank you so much. Before we moved here to Vancouver, because. Um, I wanted to bring something that I could be really proud of to Vancouver because my experiences in Australia on a professional level weren't as big as I wanted them to be Mm -hmm. and I wanted to give myself as many opportunities as as many opportunities as I could (laughs) in Vancouver yeah Uh, so I wrote this short film and it was inspired by the loss of my grandparents um, a few years earlier so my mother um lost both her parents within the same year six months apart to the day oh my very emotional oh my um and they were like the core center of our family and so um I watched my entire family my dad my sisters my aunts my cousins go through this grief and this loss that was so visceral and it changed Mm -hmm. I mean it changed the rest of my life completely they were the biggest supporters of my career they they did things for me that I'll never be able to thank them for enough Um, and so when they when my grandparents passed away it it changed how I viewed life and how I viewed grief and love and what I wanted from life and um, so it took a few years to process that and then I decided to write a short film called Always Um, and we filmed it over three days very similar to the realists how it all worked like semi one location just you know it was set over one day and I'm really proud of it and um so I was the writer on that and a lead actor and the producer along with my parents um and I hired a director who I'd worked with before and I gave her this story to interpret it in her way. Oh wow. As well. Um and I didn't know at the time is that she had just lost her dad or was losing her own parent. And the show is about a a son who loses his mother to cancer. And so there was this whole full circle moment. Everyone was very personally involved. It was like a really beautiful story. I'm really proud of it. Um and so for me that was like I handed I wrote it, I produced it, I helped put it all together. And then when it came to filming, I handed it off to the director wow. and just let her take control of it, pretty much. Yeah. And so that included the edit, the music, everything. Um, so that process has been so different to the realists yeah. because I'm one of the producers, the director, the writer, You're and I'm dealing, the, I'm dealing with doing it all and dealing with the edits via Zoom and yeah. meeting with the composers via Zoom and, like, not being in the room for it's always worked for that project, but I, maybe I wish I had come along to the edits a few times. <laughs> so I would have been more prepared for it because it's been very tough and very draining. I'm really glad we did it. Yeah. But this edit for The Realists has been a, a, a difficult process mentally because sometimes what you imagined on, on the page yeah. and what you filmed doesn't always work.
0: Yeah, and or so you it have to let differently. Yeah, and you're exactly. Like, oh, that's exactly right. Yeah, and crazy. so
1: letting things go that I really loved on the page, to yeah. you know, and what we filmed on the day, it's like doesn't work. You know what I mean? There's a few things. Yeah. Um, so that process has been so interesting, but I do love that, and um, I love that I now when I I used to always think of myself as an actor, full stop, and yeah. now I feel like I am an actor writer. And I can tell, you know, Nia Vardalos, the lady who wrote My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Yes. Love her. Oh, my God, yes. She always says, um, when the phone's not ringing, when no one's calling you, you have to call yourself. So no one was looking looking at her in 2000. No one was looking at her. So she decided to write a one-woman show, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, and Tom Hanks happened to be in the audience and they bought the rights and then, two years later they filmed yeah. the movie do you know what I mean so she called herself she picked up the phone and said let's do this and I now I I fully believe that you know I had a great start to 2020 a not so great middle and then the ending has been pretty strong I'm really proud of the things that I've done
0: yeah.
1: because I picked up the phone and I called myself and I called you
0: <laughs> and then you called me too the name that you and me we that. did it together <laughs>
1: and we created this show yeah. together so i'm really proud of it and i can't wait for people to see it and the experience i had in australia with always award-winning just to bring it back to award <laughs> <laughs>
0: <That> <laughs> um a
1: short film i made uh available on vimeo <laughs> google it <laughs> um i'm just really proud of it and uh, i took so many lessons that i had learned from that experience and I, I feel like it made the experience of the realist stronger, yeah. but there's still more to learn, there's things that I would of do differently, sure. we filmed that like what, six months ago, we filmed that in August,
0: yeah, it would have been six months August ago, yeah. months.
1: yes, five, six months ago, and so there's things that I would like, you know, love to go back and change,
0: love yeah. to do things
1: differently, uh, change up wording, change up how we film things, but that's not it's not but possible it's a learning and
0: process and that's like, exactly right so amazing that you've now learned that and you're going to take that into the next project or the next thing that you do it's so beautiful
1: mm. oh thank you
0: you're welcome
1: it was, I mean it's been a pleasure and I, I've just loved doing it it's been an amazing experience yeah
0: it's been and fun. um
1: I am ready for 2021 the vaccine is here it's slowly being rolled out <laughs> it needs to be faster but that's okay uh And I'm excited to see what this year brings for both of us. hundred percent.
0: Me too. That was really beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) My pleasure. Um, No, let's have some fun. Let's answer some questions because i got some exciting questions. Yeah,
1: I'm so excited you've been teasing these.
0: I know. Okay. If a movie was made of your life, what genre would it be and who would play you?
1: Okay. Wow. I've actually thought about this. Um, Oh. So, yes uh it would be a horror no, <laughs> no. is it last year no um like okay so it would be like, comedy yeah. drama of course because i love comedy drama coming of age that is my yeah. genre and um one of my favorite movies and books of all time is perks of being a wallflower
0: oh yeah um, a beautiful um
1: relate to that more than anything um and logan Lohman would who is who i would want to play me why percy jackson yeah He's, he's someone I kind of emulate anyways an actor
0: yeah uh, so, I love that.
1: I mean yeah
0: so a, a comedy drama coming of coming, age, of, coming age. of age
1: and and Logan Lerman would play me in my story of just figuring out who I am
0: <laughs> figuring out life you know just who yeah. am I okay and I need is- it to end
1: oh. with me on Drag Race as a judge just so RuPaul can be in it and that's it.
0: <laughs> wow, like you planned this. So you're like, okay. Yeah, that's I'm just gonna... the last scene of me like, being
1: like, I finally made it. And RuPaul's like, welcome to Drag Race. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm a judge on this show. That's so crazy.
0: That would actually be really iconic. And I want that to happen.
1: Like just, yeah. why not? Write it. Why not? Why can't it? I why mean, he made it? a show called AJ and the Queen, RuPaul. So I feel like he's already thinking of me. <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: you're already in his like world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love <laughs> it. Okay. Um, what's the best compliment you've ever received?
1: Oh my goodness! What's a compliment? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, like something, yeah, something that you like that someone said to you that you were like, "Wow!" Oh my god! Actually, wow. I feel like I know what this is. What about that, like, beautiful reading you did with with you?
1: Oh my goodness! And, yeah. So I just did yeah okay yeah so I just did like a, a creative um workshop um yeah. via zoom
0: with these amazing uh, creative with
1: the most incredible women Cheryl Strayed, Nia Bartalos, Debbie Allen and Krista Vernoff who created my favorite show of all time Grey's Anatomy um and I did this workshop with them and um I've forgotten about it and I woke up five minutes before it was starting. It. <laughs> so I was like, oh, what's these? And I woke up and I, um, they, you had to write a letter to yourself. One of the exercises was to write a letter to yourself about how you are worthy and you are good enough. Yeah. And, um, so we were writing these letters and obviously you weren't seen on camera. It was just them. And then all of a sudden they were like, would anyone like to read their letters out loud to us and the group of people in the conference? And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. I actually wrote a volunteer as tribute. And then, deleted it because <laughs> I didn't think they would get my Hunger Game reference. <laughs> um, like what? And then they, yeah. <laughs> and then they ended up um, putting me on speaker, like what we're doing now without the video. They canceled the video. And my- <laughs> <laughs> they ended up putting me on speaker and uh, I read out my letter and um, maybe one or two of them shed a tear <laughs> and said that it was really inspiring to them and that um, Nia Vardalos was like, you have a screenplay in you. And I was like, oh my goodness, to hear that from someone of that caliber. And then yeah. Debbie Allen said that I was courageous and I had courage. And it was just something that that's it happened like, before. what, two weeks ago, yeah, a week ago. Yeah. And it's something that I will never forget and will stay with me forever. So yeah, Thank that's my know. rapid answer to that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: when are you most inspired?
1: watching movies I used to work at blockbuster, oh, I, I, worked a blockbuster <laughs> I mean it was it, I like had problems with it when I was working there but now I look back and I'm like that was my favorite job of all life. time um so when I watch a movie
0: yeah
1: that I'm like oh I wish I'd been in that or I watch a movie with a performance that is so like will break your heart into a million pieces like Adam Driver in mm-hmm. Marriage Story
0: I'm yet to like,
1: that but I mean his, his performance in that like, that like I just watched it and I watched it the day of the Oscars before the whole world changed and um, I was just so inspired and so like yeah. that's what I want to do I want to tell stories that touch people that change people the way they think yeah. and so I think that's kind of my answer I love that that's beautiful
0: it's really beautiful you're welcome describe yourself in three words
1: anxious no <laughs> <laughs> but I just clapped for anyone who can't see the video <laughs> um, anxious creative Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: and I want to say loud but I I'm, I'm thinking of another word but I can't think of it my laugh, it will. I'm a honker I like Hong Kong.
0: <laughs> Everyone's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Yeah. Like All this right. is
1: what you're getting now. Is I could be. I'm I holding back care. on my laugh. Yeah, I'm holding back.
0: I know I filmed with you, so.
1: Oh yeah! Oh my god! All those blisters. <laughs> you Stop.
0: did it. You survived.
1: I survived my first podcast. I had, had a blast.
0: Oh my god! Yes. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> I'm just showing you my sweat under my arms. <laughs> oh, anxiety. I'm so
0: glad to be your first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my one and only. <laughs> Yay. Oh, this has been an absolute treat oh, and an absolute joy. On.
0: It's been no, It was lovely to meet you. it was so good to meet you um we will keep in contact I guess
1: (laughs) I'm probably we're probably gonna have a phone call after this anyway so
0: honestly awesome I love it I love you you're amazing
1: (laughs) I love you and you're amazing thank you so much for having me Sarah No, thanks for coming on
0: Thanks for listening to the Coffee Chat Podcast. Feel free to follow on Instagram at coffeechat.podcast and share the love. You're awesome and I hope you have a great day, night, or afternoon wherever you are and I'll see you in the next episode.